Hello, and happy podcast to you, good sir. And to you as well. Excellent. <clears throat> I was glad to hear that I um, inadvertently uh, browbeat you into installing Warcraft 3. <laughs> yeah, well, I knew you wanted to play it for stream, and I thought I'd cooperate. Sounds reasonable. Of course, yeah. the other concern is the campaign is a single-player campaign, so I'm not entirely sure how we're going to do this unless we just do 2v2s and get raffle stomped all day. I figured that's what you wanted to do. That sounds reasonable. We can definitely yeah. get 2v2 raffle stomped. Yeah, if we lose like four in a row, we'll just go back to Starcraft. It's fine. <laughs> sounds entirely reasonable. Mm. Very <laughs> anyway, reasonable. Yeah, good plan. So yeah, we're recording this like, I don't know, an hour before we're going to stream on the uh, 28th, or if you're a time traveler, the 29th. Mm -hmm. True fact. Yeah, so it's kind of a jam-packed day for content creation, but thanks again for listening to the podcast. And as always, check out the merch and the Patreon page. And let's it, I think go ahead. you're supposed to say that at the end. I know. Um, I just figured I'd switch it up a little bit. Switching oh. things up is a good idea, I think. <clears throat> sure. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Okay. So what I've been doing the last couple of days is... Uh, who was it? Somebody posted something about how old their Gmail account was, how old their Google account was. And I was like, my account is real old. I'll show all of you up. Mm -hmm. So I went and looked, and yeah, it was like April 2004, September 2004, something like that. Mm -hmm. So it is ancient. So I decided to go poking around in my old emails, and boy, howdy, I did not like my old self. Let me tell you that much. <laughs> the Falcon from 2004 kind of sucks in a lot of ways. And it's just funny because, I don't know, my self-image hasn't changed that much. I don't think I've changed a whole ton in the last, you know, 15, 16 years. But you have. Totally have. Yeah, it's I mean, crazy. no, you still suck. I mean, yeah, obviously I still suck, but I don't suck as much as I did when I was like 21, <laughs> which I think is probably true of most people. I think most people suck more at 21 than they do um, at, you know, 37, I hope. Hopefully, yeah. You think so? Or am I just making stuff up? I have no idea. I'll let you okay. know when I get there. <laughs> right, right. I'm not saying for you, but like people you've known. Like, is there anyone you've known for a long time and they maybe kind of sucked when they were younger and now they're not as suck? Well, the, the only people that I've known that long are kind of like, I knew them as kids and now they're still at the like 21 to 26 range. Yeah. Where okay. It's like they suck, but for different reasons. Yes. No, I get it. Also, how do you find out how old your, uh, your Gmail account is. So if you go to your Gmail mm -hmm. and on the kind of top right-ish, it goes one to 50 of whatever number of emails you have. I see that. If you hover over it, there's an oldest pop-up. It'll go newest or oldest. You're on newest mm -hmm. by default, but you can click oldest and it will show you your oldest emails. Uh-huh. Does it not do that? No, it does. I just, I, I'm at the point where I realized I don't use Gmail for anything, so it just shows me Basically, as far back as 2016. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. So I'm not sure if there's a way to tell when you got your Google account, though. Like, if you had, I don't know, like, I guess it doesn't really... Why would people have a Google account before a Gmail account, though? I guess for YouTube, but that's fairly recent, too. Well, you, I had a YouTube account before Google bought YouTube. Well, not before, but before they forced you required a Gmail account to have a channel. 
Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Bizarre. Which is why my Gmail account is actually my friend's Gmail account name, and that annoys me every time I see it. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, so <laughs> I was hanging out with a mate, and he wanted to look at some stuff, right? And um, it required him to sign up with an email, and he didn't have one at the time. Like, he just never bothered. He always signed out of stuff. So I, on my phone, made him a Gmail account. But because I was signed in on YouTube, it just instantly bonded the two that I made. Oh, it connected them. Fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. if you want to send me an email at Gmail, it's uh, colxgiggles at gmail.com. <laughs> That's how you contact Somicron, everyone. Write it down. I will, I will not read those emails. Uh, in <laughs> fact, this might be the first time I've checked these emails since 2016. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. But there's no way to change that or remove it. I mean, fortunately, it still has my proper email address associated with it. So when I sign in, I can use my actual email address that I use. Yeah, that's good. But there is no way to change or remove the Gmail address associated with a YouTube account or a Google no. account. Yeah. Nope. Sounds like you just need to start over. No, I've got I've got purchases. Oh, that's a good point. Never mind. Don't do that. Bad mm-hmm. idea. Whose idea was that? Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to. Sorry, I'm just trying to find this one email that I sent where I was like, "What? How, who? Why did I write this?" And it's hit send. <laughs> what did, What did you say? So it's funny because I used email a lot from like 2004 to 2005. I'm emailing my family members and friends and roommates and people I knew through school and just full-on conversations. And then like 2006 hits and I just stop. Like oh, really? Email completely ends as a form of like casual conversation, you know? Uh, right. And like instant messages take over. I think that must be what happened. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's no email where I'm like, well, I'm done now. I'm going to start using instant messenger. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, where is it? Oh, here it is. I found it. It's, um... <laughs> Please read. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. Uh, this is even 2005. I can't even say it's as old as 2004. Uh, Splitting hairs at this point. Okay. It's true. So. <laughs> Who's it addressed to? Stop, stop there. Well, it's this girl that I knew from um, school back when I was... In college, all right. 2015, you would have been 2005. 20, uh, yeah, 15 years ago is what I meant. Um, oh. uh, you would have been what, like 23? 22, turning 23. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Married at this point? No. No. Nope. Nope. Hadn't met my okay. wife yet. Okay. Okay. Sorry. So is this girl that I'm friend? Like ostensibly, I'm friends with this girl. Okay. Uh, like. Uh-huh. <laughs> We got along well. She was a big sports fan. We had stuff in common. I didn't. I didn't like want to marry her or anything. We weren't even really dating. We were just friends, right? Right. The longer you stole, the worse this gets in people's heads. <laughs> it's not that. Okay, fine. Here we go. So it's an email about the NBA, and then at the end of it, I go. So have you decided whether you're shallow or a wimp yet? You'll have to let me know. <laughs> like, what is this? Is this an inside joke? What's going on? So then she responds and goes, what? Huh? Please elaborate. So, (laughs) nope. It's not an inside joke. I'm just tossing this out at the end of a random email to somebody that I'm, again, supposed to be friends with. And uh, I clarify, how long do I wait before responding? Like 15 minutes. Well, I say, I have this theory that most girls fit under one of the two categories. (laughs) Jesus. Okay. 
I don't know. I don't remember ever feeling this way. I don't ever remember being like, well, all girls are obviously either wimps or they suck because they're shallow. What? Who? I wasn't some woman hater. I don't get this. <laughs> obviously, I wasn't based on this email. <laughs> the evidence uh, suggests something. It sure does. There are heavy suggestions. So I'd, I'm out. So what I'd recommend is don't read your old emails. Mm-hmm. It, that, hmm. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I have no answers. I've been thinking about this for like a week now. Send, send her another email and apologize. <laughs> Maybe I should. Hey, 15 years ago, I was like, hey. I'm going to insult you and your entire gender. I'm really sorry. Um, please. I mean, me. I probably haven't talked to her since 2005. So That moment? Uh, no. Actually, if you go back, we keep having a conversation. So <laughs> she amazing. was cool is what I'm saying. <laughs> she, uh, she was a pretty cool individual, it turns out. Hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, I've always said, man, I'm glad I didn't have Facebook when I was a teenager because I would have posted the cringiest things. I know that. I know that about myself. I would have mm -hmm, posted mm -hmm. like passive aggressive, whiny, like how come the girl I like doesn't like me type stuff on Facebook mm -hmm, if I'd mm -hmm. had it. Mm -hmm. This is precisely the reason why I deactivated my Facebook account. Yeah. It was a lot of that kind of stuff on there. And I'm like, I, oof, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm just going to, I'm just going to remove that from the internet. <laughs> And the best part is Facebook being like, hey, check out this thing you posted a while ago. And you're like, ah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't yeah. want to see that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks for reminding me I posted my chemical romance lyrics at one time. Yes, ex I would have done the same thing except with different <laughs> bands because my chemical romance didn't exist yet. But totally the same idea. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's a good subreddit called Blunder Years that I sub to. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, I'm and it's familiar. sometimes it's this. It's like, look what Facebook reminded me I did. <laughs> 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 so anyway, I thought I was immune. Nope, nope, not immune. Digging through old emails, man, not recommended. It was kind of fun, though. Some of it was fun, but man, some of it was just like, who was I? It's a mystery. <laughs> well, I'm glad you were able to overcome that. I mean, I'm not convinced I fully have, obviously. I didn't think I'd change that much. Maybe I haven't. Hmm. I don't know. Would you still send that email today? No! I've probably changed then. You've probably changed. Probably. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So enough. Falcon embarrasses himself. Uh, so <laughs> Warcraft 3 was launched. Well, the reforged today. version. Today, January 28th or 29th, if you're a time traveler. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing it. I have it installed. I got it downloaded, like, right before this podcast started. Mm -hmm. I am stoked. Stoked, stoked, stoked for it. Great game. Fun campaign. And here's the thing. After you were like, wow, you were talking it up so much, I had to get it. I've been thinking about it, and I'm like, Ugh. I mean, it's not, in, it's not the most incredible storytelling of all time. Like, Blizzard's never really had this era where their storytelling was the greatest. Okay. But uh, I think you called it a legendary masterpiece that everyone should play. Yeah. It is. Okay. Yes. But more in the sense of the gameplay is tons of fun. The story is good. The visuals mm -hmm. are amazing. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. like just as far as the fall of Arthas and the creation of the Lich King is probably the best thing that Blizzard's ever done. Mm. So okay. 
again, not to say it takes its place among the greatest literary feats of Western civilization or anything. <laughs> okay. Okay, but it's good. And it's one of the better things, again, that Blizzard has ever completed, period. So, uh, yeah, for that aspect, excited to replay it again. And because mm-hmm. I have three brain cells remaining, there's a lot of stuff I forgot. So it'll be a new and fresh. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. And I did actually play some 2v2 Warcraft 3 on Twitch a couple weeks ago now. Okay. And uh, I was out there and just kind of randomly queuing up with people and just losing. And then Vampyworm saw that I was playing Warcraft. And Vampyworm is a dude. I mean, he was sending me Legacy of the Void replays back in 2015. So we have a bit of a history. He's kind of abandoned StarCraft in favor of other stuff, which is cool. I respect that. But he was like, hey, man, I've actually been playing a lot of competitive Warcraft 3. So... Why don't we team up? And I can teach you how to do this. And I was like, awesome. And we won the game. We went like one in five, but we totally <laughs> won a game. <laughs> you won a game. Congratulations. We did. Yes, thank you. I felt very good. Winning a game in something that I've never even attempted to play competitively ever was a good feeling. And I mean, just the other thing about Warcraft is it totally spawned the entire MOBA scene. I think we've talked about that on the pod before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but just the... Probably. Yeah, yeah. So just the tools. The map making tools and the use map setting stuff in Warcraft 3 created the rise of the you have a hero and then you have mobs and you attack other heroes and that's turned into everything. League of Legends, Dota, every other MOBA that exists in the world today, including their own Heroes of the Storm. It's true fact. It's which true they, fact. Which they've kind of abandoned. So I tried to look up my oldest uh, email on my actual email. Oh, yeah. Okay. Over at Outlook. Yeah. And uh, Outlook, uh, is server IP address cannot be found. So they're having some issues. Um, Isn't it just Outlook.com? It is. Cool. That's not loading. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm going to try. I'm going to see if my servers are up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally fine over here. American Outlook's oh. great. Hmm. It's not like me. I mean, you do have the fires. It's true. But... Did I tell you? Hmm. Um... I have a couple, let's see, how to explain this quickly. To do some testing of cloud replication stuff within the country of Australia, I actually acquired a couple of physical servers in a data center in Perth, mm-hmm. which I'm using to replicate stuff to our data center in Sydney. Okay. So a couple of weeks ago, I was like, hey, this is great. It's working. Can we get a couple bigger hard drives installed onto these servers? And they're like, yeah, sure thing. And then two days pass and nothing and three days pass and nothing. And I'm like, ah. Uh, Hey guys, how's this going? And they're like, sorry, with all the fires, all of our hardware shipments are being super delayed. I'm like, that's a fair, that's a fair reason. I'm okay with this. I'll stop bothering you. I apologize. (laughs) How long ago was that? Oh, two weeks ago. Have they got their hard drives yet? Nope. Hmm. Okay. I would ask you how the fires are, but again, you don't care. So. Yeah, that's, that's overestimating it. Um, It is. Overstating it. It's not that I don't care. I just um, don't. Now, <laughs> uh, here's the thing. I, I actually imagine shipping would still work reasonably well. Most of the, like there are fires over that way in Perth, like not in Perth, but around Western Australia. But from what I heard, like they're not the most serious ones. And so it just depends on where fulfillment of the, wherever they're buying them from or getting them shipped from. It yeah, is. and I only know that eventually it's going to end up in Perth. So where right, it's coming right. from, I have no idea. Right, but I mean, even then, put it on a plane, right? Sure. Someone, someone's going to be flying from there. Like, That's a good point. I should say so, that. Hey, you lazy bums. 
Get off yeah. of your pants and fly it over there. Jeez, I'll say that tomorrow. <laughs> I, maybe, maybe with a little more tact. But hey, uh, have you heard of planes? Can I do that? I mean, I would simply say that two weeks is maybe pushing it for time schedule for what this needs to be done. Even with the fires? Yeah, I mean, it is the thing. If I wanted to go out and buy like a two terabyte hard drive, I could do that easily. I don't see what the problem is. They should be able to buy something locally. They're in Perth, right? There'll be there'll yes. be a place. That's a good point, right? That's a good point. I'm not asking for anything crazy here. What what size hard drives do they need to like upgrade to? Like, I just want a two terabyte hard drive on each of my servers. That's that it. should not be hard. No, really shouldn't. <laughs> That's what I like, thought. It does it have to be a specific kind of hard drive? No, not at all. Like just USB plug in. That's fine. No, no, no. It's like an internal drive for the server. Right. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, they should there should still be like some sort of uh, outlet there that'll sell that kind of stuff. I think so. Yeah. I mean, Perth seems like seems like a big place. So it, it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. How many people live in Perth? Don't Do you know. know. No. Perth population to the internet. The internet right. says about two million people as of 2016. My tablet also what? won't connect to Google. I think which is strange. It might just be down, actually. I mean, I'm talking to you, so the internet isn't down, the and I'm watching Maynard's stream on <laughs> as well. Discord is ma- and Twitch are mad magic. They don't. Ha- hmm. Fair. It will load to YouTube, but anyway, two million people. You say? No, I do. So right uh, as of 2016, down. which was, I mean, a while ago now. So it's probably yeah. growing. A little bit, probably. Yeah. So anyway, that's been my adventures in Australia recently. Cool, cool. But Maybe you should tell your bosses that they can't get a hard drive over there and it's critical and that they should fly you down with one. No. Nope. Cause, not because I don't want to go. I would really like to go. But because anybody they send to do different country to do hardware data center type stuff, they stick in the data center for 16 hours a day. And Ugh. then you collapse in an exhaustion at your hotel and then go back to work in the next morning. Ugh. I've heard that stories. Sounds, that sounds rough. Yeah. yeah. There have been people on my team who've been like, yeah, I got to go to Ireland for this. And I'm like, awesome, have fun. And they get back and they look like they're dead because they've just been <laughs> stuck in a windowless dark server room for 18 hours every day for the last week. And I'm like, Ugh. that sounds uh, terrible. So I think if I was going to get sent somewhere, I'd have to negotiate some free time is how I'd have to go. Mm, yes yes that would be what you have to do yes okay deal i'll work on that so another other news i am let's see i joined a the witcher tv show facebook group and a the witcher 3 the wild hunt facebook group sounds like you Mm-hmm. sure does the uh, wild hunt facebook group is humongous and a lot of it is people arguing over who's better tris or yennefer which i am entirely uninterested in but whatever Mm-hmm. People that the wi- have their waifus. They do. Yeah. And then the Witcher TV show is mostly complaining about who they cast for Triss. So <laughs> that's also kind of annoying. But sometimes there's good stuff. Like there's this Facebook video that I watched before we started the podcast. Oh, do you have to be logged into Facebook to see it? You sure do. That's not <laughs> useful. Let me download this. <laughs> right click, download. Yeah, That's I had a, a thing chat with my housemate the other day about whether or not faces get reused too much in The Witcher 3. 
Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. He agrees. Yes. See? It's obvious and bad. <laughs> well, like, maybe my answer of how to fix it doesn't make any sense. No, but certainly doesn't. Fine. He also says that uh, the actor for Triss in the TV show should have had red hair. That's yeah. It. That's all he says. Yeah. That's what people complain about. It's like, look, man, Triss is... She's known in a lot of places by that one sorceress with red hair. <laughs> I mean... That's it. That's like her defining characteristic. So at least get that right. Like you don't have to get everything else perfect, but this is a very interesting casting decision. So this video that you can't watch because you don't have YouTube is uh it's just basically uh Dandelion Jaskier's best moments from this from the first season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just realized I think he, he's like my top three favorite part of the show. Yeah, he's he, up there for me. Yeah, he's just crazy fun and he introduces a level of kind of levity to a show that's otherwise kind of dark and grim and the witcher is kind of a grouch face right yes yeah so he's fantastic so i think i don't know i feel a little bit more motivated to recommend the show to people because i wasn't really remembering the funnier stuff and there's a lot of funny stuff it turns out yeah yeah that's good stuff yeah if you've been holding off watching the witcher because you're like it just sounds dark and dour that's a fair consideration but uh there's also a lot of funny stuff in there, too. It's a good mix. Good mix. I recommend. Yes. Highly, highly recommended. Although not so highly recommended, it is top 10 of my stuff I watched in 2019. <clears throat> no. No, but we covered that. We covered that. We did. That's, we that's did. so last year. Let's not talk it's, about that again. It's old news. The oldest. All right. So have you heard about the Nathaniel's drama? A little bit. So what have you heard? Basically, he called a bunch of people like patch Zergs and shit and... That's kind of it. Yeah, it sounds about right. So, I mean, he is known for being a bit of a balance whiner on his own personal stream, which, I mean, I've never watched anybody stream StarCraft on their personal stream and not whine about balance at some point. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think that's weird. <clears throat> but, I, I mean, ugh, I need to find the exact quotes. I was reading a Reddit thread about that earlier today. Uh, but basically, he either specifically said or heavily insinuated that every Zerg <laughs> who's any good right now is just a patch Zerg. <laughs> like, literally yeah. every single one. That's, and I was like... Yeah. He also specifically like called out Lambo by name. He did. Yeah, which, not cool. It's not cool, but like it's this, kind of the sum of the stuff that he said. Basically, it was like if Lambo was trying to do this and like wings of liberty he'd be living on the street and starving to death right he he said if they accidentally balanced the game perfectly that people like lambo who embody european patch zergs would lose all their free money because they wouldn't be able to win a game because they're so bad Oof. it's pretty good yeah. mm. so i'm not good but just mm, it's interesting <laughs> it's a take I think uh, it's okay to have an opinion, but yes. I don't know. I feel like he's a little too salty. <laughs> like, yeah, he he needs to just give it some thought before he says some stuff. But that's about it. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, the the thing is, that's something you could see somebody saying about a really good friend of theirs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like just giving them guff, and you have a good relationship, so no one takes it too seriously, and it's kind of funny, a little bit, a little bit. Um, but yeah, like saying it to someone you don't have that kind of relationship with is just like, you threw down the gauntlet, man. You have some strong things to say. I wonder, like, cause Nathanius isn't going to IAM. He said like they couldn't work out a deal or something. 
Uh-huh. And I'm just wondering, is it like he didn't get enough money or what's going on there as well? Because, like, if that's the way he thinks about old European Zergs, right, it's like, well, do I really want to see him casting? Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, people have said that's kind of been the case for a while. Nathanius is a bit of a uh, balance whiner on his personal stream, but he's been really impartial and professional when he's been casting professionally, right? Mm-hmm. And I think some people are surprised. They're like, wait, that guy? Like, I've only ever watched him at major events, and he seems fine. Like, what is this? What is this side mm. of him I was unaware of, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, the other part of it is all publicity is good publicity. And, like, maybe this just gets more people to tune in when he's what? streaming on Twitch. I mean, maybe. But he did apologize, right? Let's let's remember that. He did apologize on Twitter to Lambert. Uh, Nine hours ago, he called it a witch hunt. Yeah, yeah. Um, Has he apologized since then? I don't know since then, but I mean, here's the thing: like, that's irrelevant. If people, if he feels like people are ganging up on him, and then that feels like a witch hunt, he's not wrong. But he thinks the issue to him it should be resolved because he apologized and promised to do better or something. Yeah, right? Fair. Yeah, that's fair. Like, you can still be grumpy about it, being like, "But I apologized. I'm going to try and do better." But everyone just still harassing me about this. Right. But know. pro tip: if you feel like you're getting witch hunted. Posting something on Twitter about you being witch hunted is not the best way to deal with it, in my personal opinion. It's true. It's true. Like, that's all. It's fine. Whatever. He's a guy. He's doing fine. Uh, I don't feel like what's going on is a witch hunt, but I don't have access to everything that's been sent to him in every aspect. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Like whether people are going after him on Discord or Facebook or whatever, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking, though, I was talking about this in Discord a little bit, my Discord server. Um, so it feels like now is kind of the time of the Zerg, right? Definitely. There is, again, an element of truth to what he's saying. Zerg players are good right now, better on average than they've been in the past. I feel like there have been times in the past where Protoss is definitely the best of the three races, and the results in Premier tournaments kind of show that out. But I don't know if there's ever been a time in the history of StarCraft II that Terran has been just everybody agrees this is, you know, Terran time. Hmm. Um, and I was thinking maybe when Beyond was kicking butt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think around that sort of 2016-ish time. Yeah. Uh, that was really like the time of the four horsemen, right? Like, oh, for sure. Th- they were doing really well, but they didn't always get the win, right? I feel right. like there was still a competitive level that, you know, competition was still fierce for every race at that point. So even then, it's not like a Terran dominance. Right. And that's what I'm saying. I don't remember a time where it was just like, well, Terran obviously has some advantages in the current balance, balance patch hmm. and the current meta. So well, do what you got to do, you know? I don't know. I feel like Terran has always, at least recently, uh, benefited the most from highly skilled players who go above and beyond. Like, Maru won four GSLs in a row. He basically dominated Korea for an entire year. But Terran still did not, right? Like, they just benefit from a singularly skilled player like a Beyond or a Maru. Yeah, and if it was the case now that only Serral was kicking butt and taking names and nobody else or it was, it would be really then, doing yeah. anything, it would be different, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But but the fact that we have Dark and we have Rogue and we have Raynor and, yeah, we've got Lambo, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it definitely does seem to indicate there's something with the race going on rather than just a single player somehow elevating their play and killing everyone. 
Right, right. Even Bly is playing macro games. Yeah. <laughs> In fairness, Haz has been starting doing macro games too. Like, I think mm -hmm. there's just... <clears throat> okay, so maybe that's a thing. Maybe the argument here is just that Zerg players finally, after 10 years of Blizzard having designed <laughs> the race to be defensive and macro style, I right? Figuring it out. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I need to do. Cyril's like, you idiots, here's how you actually play this race. And Blizzard is like, thank goodness somebody figured this out. <laughs> and everyone just started playing the race the right way for the first time ever. Like, is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean technically yeah i guess that's theoretically possible yeah but i feel like people uh look at specific units and feel like they're problematic right they like, do but everyone was saying infested terrans are the problem infested terrans are the problem please fix infested terrans and then blizzard did and mm. now it's complaining about viper spells with abduct <laughs> and you know what i mean it's like well mm -hmm. could we hmm all I right mean, from my personal subjective point, I'm still struggling against Terran in 1v1. I, uh, just the other day, sure. got promoted to Diamond. I saw that. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. I then lost four games in a row, and it's Ooh. threatening to demote me to, like, Plat 2. Ah! Ah! And, for, 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 for instance, I was versing a Terran who was, like, not moving out, took a planetary at his gnat, so I had, like, six bases to his three, uh -huh. right? And then I was like, okay, I'm just going to get broodlords and stuff and then try and push it. And then 600 Thors showed up. Yeah, the mass Thor. That and is... it's like, I did kill it. I did kill them all. And then I went to go and attack his bases. And I couldn't because there were just more Thors. <laughs> the Thors never ended. <laughs> right. I had a bank of like 11,000 minerals maxed out at like 11 minutes on Corruptor's broodlords. And I had the tech for, like, hydras and, you know, cracklings and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I just couldn't break Thors. Because they just sit in a... Like, even Lings. Like, 3-3 three, three Lings with Adrenal, with Speed. Supposed to be able to kill Thors really easily. If they can't get us around because there's that many Thors, they don't work. Truth. Yeah. Truth, truth. So, Thors are one of those units that look incredibly stupidly overpowered in the lower leagues and look terrible mm -hmm. at the highest levels. And the difference is spellcasters. The difference is the pros know how to abduct the Thors one by one into a group of lurkers or a group of hydras, insta-kill them, and then mm -hmm. just do it again and again and again for the next 10 minutes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which is what I should have been doing, mm -hmm. and, but wasn't. Yeah. Because I was like, well, he can't have that much money left. Like, I just got to kill this one more army again. And then, then that didn't work either. <laughs> hmm. I mean, I think part of the answer, too, might just be expand more. Like, if you're literally being entirely left alone, taking the entire map is sort of something that they'll say. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I, I could have expanded more, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yep. It's incredibly cost-efficient. That's what Mech is all about. And, uh, yeah, somebody else in the Discord server is like, that's what I do against Zerg, is I bunker rush them, then go into Thors, and they can't handle it mm -hmm. at my level, at Diamond. It's like, yep, it's fair. But then you watch somebody like Cure or somebody like Innovation try to use them against Rainer or Serral, and it's like, ooh, this, is, this looks real bad. These units are horrible. It does look real bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, to the point that the new target of ire for people is Abduct. Like, Abduct is overpowered. There's no mm. way it should basically be an insta-kill every time you use it. And you, know, you have to use it right. 
and you mm. have to have the supporting army with it, and it's complicated, but mm-hmm. it does really look easy when Cyril and Rainer do it. Yeah, they make it look easy. Yeah, totally. Spellcasters. Band of my existence, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So anyway, yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe one day we'll get uh, we'll get a Terran patch, and everyone can talk about Terrans being patch Terrans. <laughs> I mean, they still do. All right, the subreddits like old things Protoss, old things Terran, old things Zerg. Yeah. They all complain about each other whenever mm. one of them gets a buff. <laughs> it's yes. not them. Yeah, but yeah, but I just mean the the lower levels, the lower level players that are posting on Reddit, which is ninety nine percent percent of the people on the subreddits. Mm-hmm. Uh, are going to complain about balance because they're going to have experiences like yours where like I can't beat this and then everybody else is like yeah me neither this is overpowered but then you watch the pro tournaments and you're like mm. yeah like, <laughs> that's, that's not true at all yeah <laughs> yeah they should just have different balance patches for different leagues that's that's balanced and fair right that's incredibly reasonable to ask the balance team to balance for every different league yeah yeah Ugh, that would be a nightmare. It's hard enough. It would be a nightmare. Imagine what happens when like the gold three, uh, the gold one player gets matched up against the plat, uh, plat three player, and like they have different balance patches. <laughs> I don't even know how that would work. That doesn't make any sense at all. Who knows? Who no. knows? It's to be entirely dark magic, unknowable, <laughs> unknowable by humankind. I'm afraid. So anyway, I guess I just want to. I don't know. I've had heard some people say that Zerg's not as in an advantageous position as I'm arguing, but then it's like I, I never hear the professional Zerg players complain about anything. What are they mm. complaining about these days? I can't think of a single aspect of versus Protoss or versus Terran that I've seen any of the pros whine about on Twitter recently. Okay, so uh, Infested Terrans got removed after BlizzCon, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. How many, like, major tournaments have there been since BlizzCon? I mean, there's home story. Do we count that major? No. No, No, we don't. Like... Even though uh, the talent is major, it's... Everyone's mostly drunk, so... It was a a tropical park, right? Yeah. 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 It was a party. So then we have, um... Like, GSL's coming up. Like, yeah, that's it. That's my point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the... Uh, what are they calling them now? Premier? Well, no, but you have the... It's the WCS circuit? What are the they calling ESL, that now? The Masters Pro, to- uh, Pro Tour. Okay, so the Masters the Pro e- Tour. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's coming up. We have an ESL event soon, right? Cool. Uh, and a GSL coming up, right? Like, I think okay. we should wait until after that and find out what the pros are talking about. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And I do want to say I did cast a live game between Rogue and Gull, who was the Terran. It was a really good Terran, though. It might have been Cure. Was it Inno? Mm. It was Innovation. It was at Africa World. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, Innovation versus Rogue. And Innovation went mech in one of the games and heavily featured Thors. Oh, yeah. How do you and do? he won. And I, I in fairness... If we watch the game, Rogue didn't make any Vipers, so... What was he trying to do? He was like a Roach Ravager Swarm Host. Okay. Can work. Yeah, I've seen that work. Can work, didn't work. Right. Innovation won. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I was just like, where are the the Vipers, man? Where are they? Didn't Mm. have them. 
to know. So, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how the GSL events go. We'll see how the ESL circuit uh, tournament events go. And then we mm-hmm. can talk about it. But for now. Then we can talk about it. Yeah. There are too actually early. brackets out for the ESL event. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Link it to me. I will need to find it on Twitter since my tablet is not working. Right. Actually, it can connect to D&D Beyond, but it won't load any other pages other than the home screen. So I don't know what's going on with that tablet and the internet. <laughs> well, so this link here... Here we go. I found it. Okay. So this is supposed to be a link of Premier Tournaments, but it doesn't have anything until the 24th of February. Hmm. It's Katowice. Interesting. So I don't know if it's just not updated yet or what. I assume it's not updated. Okay. Because we've uh, got round of 76 for ESL. For IEM, okay. Katowice. Oh, it yeah, is Katowice. Yeah. My bad. Right. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it is Katowice. It is February 28th. So, it's, man, it's going to be another month before we get our first thing. Yeah. At yeah. least for this circuit. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Wait, wait, wait. What is this? This is huge. Okay. Round of 76. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, so this is everyone. This isn't region locked or anything. No, no. All right. I'm a little annoyed that they don't uh, display flags next to these players' names. Yeah. I mean, most of them you can tell, but it'd be nice if for some of them you had them. Right, right. Yeah. The, the second thing that I'm mad about is, like, you have players like Vanya. Do you know who Vanya is? Vanya is Russian? Okay, well, he's versing innovation in the first round. Okay. Right. Bly somehow did not qualify for the round of 76. That's crazy. Right. But you have people like Art. Have you heard of Art? No. He's versing Neeb in the first round. Dude, Hate Me is in here. How is Hate Me in here and Bly is not in here? What about yeah. Nitix? <laughs> I hear you. I know Nitix. But again, Bly is better than Nitix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, no. I don't mind giving these people a shot, but, like, I don't know, by the time brackets get released and stuff that are, like, determining the round of 24, I feel like a lot of those people, unless they're having, like, a really good run and, like, are suddenly coming up out of nowhere, should not be here. Agreed. Yeah. And people like Bly shouldn't have to be tweeting out, like, boy, I sure hope someone gets sick so I can play, because he's, like, (laughs) the next guy on the reserves. That's insane. Did he just, like, bomb some qualification match? I, I would assume so. I don't know what happened, but sad. That bracket with innovation, though, it's innovation, Vanya, Skillis, and Probe. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. What? <laughs> yeah. Yep. I can't wait to see Probe get smacked by innovation. <laughs> That's going to be great. Yep. And the other ones, I'm not finding any others that are crazy imbalanced like that. Like somehow Bunny Tasia and Nice are all in the same bracket. Who made these? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, fine. Whatever. I have no if idea how they worked out. But yeah. If you're good, you'll advance. That's all we can all you can hope for. Australia, Super, Bratok, and Patience. <laughs> Trap, Damaga, Hellraiser, and Sort of. Uh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is weird. It is weird. Oh, whatever. Starcraft. It'll be good for that reason alone. Can actually talk about some uh, some live tournaments. Maybe make some bets. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm. Mm. It's kind of hard to make bets when it's a round of 76 at this point, though. Yeah, no. <laughs> Pick your player now. <laughs> Man, I'm going to put my money down on Skillis. Who would you pick, though? Like, it's looking a, at who's here. Uh, hold on, let me pull Actually, back. is Cyril here? 
No. What the crap? Why isn't Cyril here? Does he automatically qualify for like maybe he automatically qualifies? Maybe, maybe. Uh, I don't know though. Because like Rogue or Dark aren't here. Rainer's not here. This has got to be. These guys qualify, get advanced in the round of 24, and then we have people that automatically qualified for the round of 24 based on their performance last year. Yeah, judging by these pitches, out of all the people on each of the pages, only three of them get to qualify for the round of 24, which would only be like 12 people. So there's yeah. 12 people who have also already qualified. And then it's everyone from BlizzCon last year or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That Amazing. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. All right. So, of the people that did not automatically qualify, who do you think is most likely to get through? Um, let me have a look. So, we get three from each, yeah? Uh-huh. I'm going to say Hero Marine, SOS, and Showtime from that first one. Yeah. I was going to say, I think SOS is the best Zerg player in this whole thing. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Second page, who do we have? Ooh. Oh, hang on. Sue's here, though. That's who I was trying to say. Sue, ah, Sue. is the best Zerg player here. SOS is not a Zerg player. Well, yep. You know, you said SOS, but I was thinking of Sue as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we're on the same page. It's the wrong page, but we're on the same page. Right, right. Okay. Uh, the, the second one I'm looking at, I would put Time, Innovation, and Neeb to get through. Time, Inno, and Neeb. Mm. Uh, yeah, that seems pretty straightforward. That seems really straightforward, actually, for that one. Yeah. I agree. And then hmm, the next one. Probably Sue, Clem, and probably maybe Special. I would, I'd like to see Special. Me too. I'd like to see Polt. Yeah. I mean, good thing it's uh, double elimination. Right. And then ooh, the, uh, the fourth one. I, I mean, probably Trap and Deer. Trap Deer and Scarlet, depending on how she's playing. <laughs> like, Scarlet, Euthermal, or Ragnarok. Ragnarok's a Korean yeah. Zerg, so maybe. Uh huh. I like Ragnarok. He had a good end of 2019. Mm hmm. Yeah. Could see him coming out for sure. But again, if Scarlet's playing as well as she's capable of, I think she could come out too. Yeah. But yeah, it's just I think who we're going to get. The fourth one's the hottest, hottest to uh, pick from. I agree. Mm. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. Boy, no. is it a whole month away, though? Yeah. Actually, well, actually, the... I think th I think these start earlier, but oh, like um, the round of seventy six. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm not yeah, not one hundred percent on that. Okay, excellent. Oh, the replay pack for the open and closed qualifiers are out. For there this? Yeah, for this. Uh, there are one hundred and three PBZ replays. <laughs> awesome. Send it my way. We'll cast some PBZs. Eighty four ZVTs. Mm, delicious. Got there's, it. An All right. there's an entire year's worth of replays for at least one day of the entire next year. Yeah. Just cast. cast all of them. Yep. Even yeah. if they're bad games between players nobody cares about. I wonder if I started doing that, how long it would take people to realize that's what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably immediately because you have a tendency to say where replays came from. Well, yeah, but I'm saying if I hit it. It also would depend if you did them in order that, that were played. That's true. That'd be yeah. probably easier to figure out. Yeah. So yeah, a uh, quick why Facebook is creepy story. Okay. So I was over at a coworker's desk across the way. We were talking about buying a giant cardboard cutout of one of our coworkers. Okay. To place around the office for fun times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
very productive office it sounds like it's incredibly productive my computer here at home logged in facebook is now showing me an ad for cardboard cutout standees.com i did not search cardboard cutouts on my pc at work i didn't look it up on my phone it was entirely done at someone else's computer and here it is on my home facebook is listening man everything is listening everything is listening Mm -hmm. everything i still haven't done anything with that um I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast, but I got sent a free Google Home Mini. Yeah, no, you did mention that. Yeah, I I know. I think I told it to you on stream. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but uh, I still haven't done anything with it. I'm not sure where it got to, though. I mean, on the note of everything's always listening, those are definitely always listening. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I haven't plugged it in, but I don't know where it is. Maybe one of my D&D players stole it. <laughs> Maybe it fled and found a new home where somebody would appreciate it. Oh, nope. There it is. I see it over there. Oh, oh. Run! Samacron won't love you. <laughs> no, he won't. <laughs> he won't even plug you in. Oh, such neglect. But I mean, okay, so I'm kind of torn on this, though. Because part of me is like, that's creepy, man. Mm-hmm. But part of me is like, I don't know. I'd rather see this out of something I'm actually interested in right now than something I don't care about. Right? If it's like, here is... Uh, ski equipment I'd be like don't care this is annoying advertising I mean do do you think are you going to click that ad and no. like okay so it, it's equally as irrelevant as ski gear then right but I'm just saying for my browsing experience I'd rather see stuff I'm interested in and there's a chance I'd click on it rather than something I have no interest in at all right I, okay yeah but you, what you're risking, instead saying is compl- you would completely disregard your own privacy versus a tiny percent chance that you might click on an ad. Well, I don't say completely remove all privacy, but I'd be willing to give up a little bit of privacy for targeted ads versus completely randomized ads getting thrown in my face by people who have no idea what I'm interested in. Right, right. But the you, you, but you you haven't agreed to that like a little bit of lack of privacy like enabling like cookies on your computer that's the tiny little bit right having a google home or an equivalent device nearby that's always going to be listening or fight signed into facebook that is complete privacy gone because it's always listening hmm. you're trading every private conversation you've ever had in your home for maybe like a 2% increase on the likelihood to click an ad so that you can pay something. Well, <laughs> pay what if the Google Home is like only in your kitchen? Got a phone in, got a phone in your pocket? I do, most of the time. Oh, well, there you go. Is it signed yeah. into Facebook? Yep. All right, well, there you go. All right. The only trick is to turn it off. I mean, theoretically, yeah. Yep. You can't, like, phones these days, you can't take the battery out so they can be turned on remotely because they've always... Like even when they're turned off, they still have a slight power cycle going through them, mm-hmm. and so they can still receive some signals that can turn on uh, microphones and stuff. It's true; you're not yep. wrong. Yep. Mm-hmm. Gross. Yep. Hmm. Well. Hmm. <laughs> I guess I do kind of have a related note here. So China and this whole coronavirus thing. Sure. Having just watched Chernobyl last year. Mm-hmm. kind of has a lot of the same hallmarks here and just both of these examples both of china and of the ussr are just wonderful reminders of what giant what's the word authoritarian governments and how dangerous they really are 
Mm. Like just in general, I don't want to get into specifics here, but there have been accusations leveled against China that they're misreporting um, case counts uh-huh. and death counts because they feel like it'd be embarrassing if the accurate numbers were actually released to the world at large. Mm-hmm. Right. So they're more concerned about being embarrassed than they are about <laughs> possibly this really scary virus virus releasing upon the world as a whole. Right. Yeah. And then the USSR was more concerned about being embarrassed that they couldn't handle their own nuclear power generation than they were at the fallout of a nuclear power plant exploding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Bad stuff. Authoritarian governments. Not good. Mm-hmm. It, it makes, like, yeah, I agree with everything you said, but it makes me wonder, like, are our governments just better at hiding it? Mm. Like, what are they embarrassed to let people know? Yeah. Because, like, I mean, th- there's got to be something, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I mean, guess what makes the Chernobyl and the Conora coronavirus is interesting examples is they suck at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They got out anyway. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, right. Right. Like, so pe- people like, traveled, the disease traveled, and, like, yeah. in Chernobyl, people in, like, radiation traveled on the wind. People found out. Yeah. People in Sweden right. were like, why does it seem like a power plant blew up? <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. yeah. That is one of the better moments in the series, though. Mm-hmm. It's just like these random nuclear physicists in Sweden are like, huh, wait, what? Huh? I just like how the thought process is, man, this sure seems like a power plant blew up, but we certainly would have heard of that happening. <laughs> <laughs> Retest. Mm, turns out. <laughs> yeah. Turns out not necessarily... Hmm. Wonderful. <sighs> All right. Anything else we need to cover here today? I don't think so. All right. We should get hmm. ready to stream, so maybe we'll cut this a little bit short this week. All right. Sounds good. Fantastic. All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with us for another episode of the Falcon Paladin Hour. Again, if you have any feedback for us, anything you want us to talk about, hit us up at falconpaladin at gmail.com or tweet at us, atsomicron and falconpaladin on Twitter. And until next time, as always, thanks for spending your time. You take care of yourself.